0: Galvin, you know uh, that when it comes to the highest priority of uh, attacks and protection in this country, when a SEAL team is involved, you know you're dealing with the top folks. Sure, yeah. And this gentleman, Kevin Lace, he has written a book. It's called The Last Punisher. He is a member of SEAL Team 3. They were uh, very responsible for the Battle of Ramani, mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, Kevin was uh, played himself in a small part in the movie American Sniper with Chris Kyle. They were very good friends. He served as a technical advisor to Clint Eastwood on the movie. This is the real deal guy. This is the type of guy I think could kill a bobcat with his bare oh, hands. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy. Oh, not, not me. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, this is your true tough guy. Right. This is what you want. This is when they make action figures. They design them after these gentlemen. Uh, he has got a new book out which details the account of the Battle of Ramadi, which is uh, shown in the American Sniper. Right. And uh, I can't imagine ever being in that situation and how those fellows remain so calm. But let's welcome him to the show for the first time. This is SEAL team member Kevin Lace. Kevin, how are you, sir? doing well, Mike. How are you? First of all, it's an honor to have you on the show. We appreciate all your service. I don't, is that still like uh, cool when people say that? I feel like it's so, like every time I see a soldier, I feel like I should do something more for him than go up and say that. I feel like that's become too run of the mill these days.
1: You know, I, I still appreciate it. I think a, a lot of other veterans do. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I'm cool
0: with it. I want to go up to you and say, I, not just you, an average soldier and say, I really appreciate you more than the average guy because I never want to go over there and fight. And when I say over there, I mean, anywhere out of my neighborhood.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, fair, fair enough. Um, you know, I, I guess, you know, especially when you, you know, I get it a lot about thanks for your service. Um, and then I get people that are like, man, I'm pissed about the current state of affairs, you know, in areas that you served. Um, and that's where, I think the discussion begins, and I think more people need to realize that, you know, thanks for your service is good, but when we see, you know, our government abandoning areas that we won, the sweat and blood equity we've left, um, you know, we're not really supporting our troops when we do that. So, you know, I guess the best way to do that is to make sure that, you know, the stuff that we fight for is kept and not lost. Yeah. Well, that's a, that, I, I could totally
0: understand why that would make you at all, that you're putting your life on the line, leaving your families. And I,
1: I, let's jump to the, to the I was going to ask you this at the end, but let me ask you this now. Who do you vote for in the election? That's a great question. Um, you know, in the last Punisher, I talk about uh, an amazing individual that I knew personally, I knew well, my wife knew well. Um, his name was Ty Woods, and he was in Benghazi. And um you know, Ty was a great friend. He was a great friend to a lot of fellow SEALs. Him and Glenn represented the community well and they were abandoned. Um yeah. Americans were abandoned in Benghazi. Um so when it comes down to leadership and when it comes out of the vote in November, uh we need to find people who are willing to actually take the oath and protect Americans rather than appeal to rhetoric and politics and um you know Foreign money from speaking engagements, so I think yeah. you know where my vote lies. Yeah, well, let me tell you. Uh, and for those people who don't get what he's saying, if you, even it, the
0: good thing about Hollywood is it brings situations. To us, that we may not see no, not too many documentaries, and uh, when a lot, not a lot of people reading books these days. But when Hollywood makes a movie, you go see that Benghazi movie, and you realize how those people were abandoned. And if you could still vote for Hillary Clinton, I don't, I don't know who you are. Uh, well, anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, Kevin's got a book out called "The Last Punisher: A SEAL Team Three Sniper's True Account of the Battle of Ramadi." We, are the, is this all for your memory or while you're going through this do you have time to take notes or what do you I mean I would imagine you probably can relive this like you were there well you were there
1: you know <laughs> it's interesting it's amazing how the mind works as the years go by and what you can remember and how you remember things um, but in 2006 you know I started doing some of this stuff and I kept you know, like a basic overview and I thought you know we're doing some gnarly stuff you know when I get old and gray and I start losing my marbles I probably want to be able to tell my kids what happened. Um, so I wrote down a little bit and that became helpful working with Chris, Chris Kyle for American sniper and then working on the movie as a technical advisor. Um, so when it came to writing the book, I wrote down to the best of my memory. I employed some of my closest friends that were with us to, you know, supplement, you know, those stories and the stuff I couldn't remember in detail we left out. Um, cause we didn't want to go ahead and overstep and wow. know, take liberties. So what I know is in there and what I couldn't remember correctly, we didn't put in.
0: Is there a more scary feeling than going in one of those convoys and going down the road and knowing that at any minute a sniper bullet could come through at you or you could run over uh, an explosive device. I mean, you really don't know what you're heading into the entire time. You have to just be prepared for the worst.
1: Yeah, you know, um, it's true. IEDs don't discriminate. It doesn't matter what your training is, what your fear factor is. Um, You know, you run over a pressure plate, it's lights out. Um, But you know that's that's a risk you assume when you join the military, and I think what we try to do with the Last Punisher is paint that you know situation. And I, I talk about you know at times you're uneasy, you're you're on you're on edge, and that's a typical human common response. Um, but what we talk about in the Last Punisher for what the team guys did, what the Marines, the Army, the Air Force did, it's what you do in spite of fear that defines you. And you know every single person who had a sane brain was fearful at times in Ramadi, but. They were able to rise above and win that city, and that's the lasting uh, and that's the lasting legacy of Ramadi. Uh, this is Kevin Lace. He's uh, his book is The Last
0: Punisher. He's a SEAL Team Three member. He was a technical advisor on the uh, American Sniper movie. He was friends with Chris Kyle. Uh, I would assume, with you being there, that uh, both Clint Eastwood and Bradley Cooper did a accurate job of, of portraying not just Chris, but the the situations.
1: I think we did a decent job. You know, um, it's it's difficult to tell that story without Chris there. Um, you know, and Chris's legacy is left in the hands of others. I think we did a decent job. And, you know, the impetus of writing this book was really the response to Sniper. And it was positive. We got a lot of good feedback. And people were like, you know, this makes sense. I, I can relate to this. Um, but then I started to get, you know, feedback people saying, I'm sorry you had to go through this. And I was like, what do you mean? You know, I got to work on a movie set. It was actually pretty fun. They're like, no, I'm sorry you had to deploy to Ramadi and see all that. Mm. And it kind of made me bristle. You know, one, I I saw, you know, socially how we respond to veterans and we almost get to the point where we assume every single veteran has PTSD or has been affected. And we looked at, I had the uh, privilege of hearing Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman early on in my career before I deployed. And he talked about killology and on killing and talked about the 2% of members of the military that can go overseas, interdict the enemy, you know, transition back. And I saw as we give blanket statements to all veterans, one, we don't, look at PTSD as the issue and hold it sacred. Um, Two, when we dilute it, we take away from the people that truly have PTSD. And three, we do a disservice to veterans that don't. And the message we want to get across with The Last Punisher um, is that about uh, that 2%. Well, I got to think that uh, being able to keep notes
0: and and talking to your fellow soldiers about this stuff has got to be therapeutic. And and for you to be able to write uh, all this out now in a book, share your story with people has got to be helpful in a way as well
1: i think so you know i've I've always you know people have always wanted to know the details the families have always wanted to know the details um and I, i believe it's more helpful now uh when people as less and less people join the military and the stratification between those that serve and those that don't widen daily um you know we hear in the news the atrocities that happen we hear in the news the brutality that happens we hear in the news you know, how ISIS grows and Al Qaeda expands. Um, but people don't know what it's like to be in the boots, under the helmet, um, fighting on the front lines. And with, this la- with The Last Punisher, we wanted to do that for people. So they have a healthy understanding and a great re- appreciation for, you know, what goes on to defeat pure evil, which is terrorism. Well, you don't get any closer to the real deal than this. The Last Punisher, a
0: SEAL Team 3, Snipers, True Account. Of the Battle of Ramadi, and that is a, a true American hero right there. We appreciate everything you've done. Uh, when, let me ask you: a, This is a, I'm so non-military, but when when you have SEAL teams, do each team are they responsible for different things? Uh, like, which is three something different than six? Is five something different from two? Or are we all just different factions of SEALs?
1: Uh, it used to be, you know, um, you know, all seals, all Rangers, all special operations, everybody in the military, their one job is to crush the enemy and that's what they do. So when the, when the straws get drawn to see who's going to go get Bin Laden or who's going to go do these big missions, are you all hoping that you get that call? Uh, you know what, that, that all depends on uh, a lot of different factors and a lot of different uh, people weighing in on that, but everybody wants to be the one that to pull that trigger and, um, you know. And, and the guy like UBL.
0: Well, I, I got to tell you, you guys do great work. You know, you know that there's fear in the enemy's voice when they hear the word SEAL. You know that they're like, right. okay, now we're dealing with serious stuff. Kevin Lace, the book, The Last Punisher. I can't wait to check it out, and I appreciate you being on the show, sir. Guys, thank you so much. All right, thank you. There you go. I got nothing I got nothing in me Galvin no oh, yeah it, it, the the amazing thing and we see it from uh, Hollywood's perspective where when they go into situations how I mean, they're ready to go, and they know, they're aware of the situation, what's going on, but how they can go. These are not a threat. These people are not yeah. a threat. These people are in the way that they go into things. You know, I mean, always ready for any threats. But it, it's crazy. And they showed you an American sniper. Uh, you know, Chris Kyle having to shoot a kid. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, even if the kid's got a gun, you do what you have to do, but you still take that home with you, right. especially if you have children. You don't want to. You know, you want to smack another person's kid, but you don't want to shoot him. Uh, it's 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 terrible. And the people that actually, he signed up for it after nine uh, eleven. He was a Connecticut guy, and after nine eleven, he went and, and enlisted, and that's a special kind of person. And uh, certainly this country should truly appreciate every one of them. All right, there you go. Uh, check that book out. And uh, and if you haven't seen, I love his subtle, uh, under, angry undertone about the uh, Benghazi situation. If mm-hmm. you haven't seen that movie, the 13 Hours movie, it, it is worth watching. I, when when the situation first happened two years ago, as far as the uh, the um, uh, election and stuff, when they start talking about Hillary and Benghazi, you're like, hey, I kind of. She didn't send troops. I don't really know what's going on. Watch that movie, and they give you a whole a whole rundown of how it happened. How Michael, sad it is. Michael Bay tells you what happened. He tells you with a lot of explosions. I'll tell you that. All right, well, there you go. If you have SEAL Team on your, even if you're SEAL Team, like. 87 Mm -hmm. you're still dangerous sure waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help our u.s-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues